Hi, I'm Mary Beth, and this is my mom. Hi, I'm Katie. For practical motherly wisdom, I don't know, ask my mom. Hi, everyone. Today, we've got a special treat for you guys. We're going to be talking about how everything is better when we relax. You'll hear some adrenaline-filled adventures, a story about the time I bought a $1,000 cup of coffee, and how do we not let our whole day get wrecked by a change in plans. So, let's take a deep breath and relax together. Here we go. Aloha from Maui. (laughs) We are on a trip in Maui. We're staying in Wailea and currently looking out at our lanai with a grassy knoll that's above a golf course and above the four seasons. Yeah. And there are these big, tall plumeria trees palm trees and then the ocean beautiful sky with a few clouds it is just beautiful and while we were here we figured we had to do an episode so we got a question from a listener that we're going to dive into they asked what do you do when everything goes wrong or when they when it doesn't go according to your plan yeah, well, we had a few things that happened like that on our trip. <laughs> we did. <laughs> One speaking of which is my uh, voice, which sounds really hoarse. And yeah. that is because I uh, tumbled in a way <laughs> when I was body surfing. And I just got caught um, unawares by a really big wave and just rammed a whole bunch of water up my nose <laughs> that went all the way into my ears. Oh. And um, my body is trying to expel it. <laughs> Yeah, the water is so, it feels extra salty here. I don't know if the salinity of the water is worse, but it really just kind of burns your nasal passage. Right, right. And I've been sneezing for the last 24 hours as my body tries to get rid of it. Okay, so to dive in to this question, what do you do when everything goes wrong? We could talk about, so we went zip lining yes. uh, earlier this week, and we drove up to Kapalua, and they had six different lines that were really high up above canyons, and it was in a national forest, lots of trees. They had so many different fruit, and the names were so funny because they were like dual fruit names, like apple banana, but yeah. it was a banana. Strawberry guava. Yeah, uh, strawberry guava. There you go. And pineapple guava. Yeah. So we got to trail those as we were on the zip lines. And what did you learn as well? Well, right. So I am pretty much up for the adrenaline rush of the zip line, but the stopping at the end of it scares me. I mean, you're going like 50 miles an hour, like dangling above this canyon, and then they have these, they called them like zipper lock brakes, magnetic brake system. And you hit it pretty hard. And yeah. so like the last 50 yards, uh, my whole body tenses up as I anticipate stopping. And because I'm all tensed up, you know, oh, my neck hurts. You're like, oh, man, that hurt my shoulder. So after five of these, on the very last one, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be totally relaxed. Mm-hmm. So I t- made my body totally relax. And I know how to do that since I am a doula. And that's what mm-hmm. I teach people do is how to relax. Yeah. So I made myself relax, and it was like nothing. 
It was the simplest, easiest, mm. enjoyable yeah. part of the ride. Mm. And it was only scary before because I made myself scared mm. and I got all tense. So it didn't have to be. Mm. So I learned a big lesson. Yeah, what's that? That tension and fear make things that really aren't scary, really scary and painful and affect your body in negative ways. Mm. So how many areas of my life can I translate that to? But see, the crazy thing is, is that I already know this because Mm. I've been teaching it to birthing (laughs) women for almost 40 years. Mm. And yet in the moment, in our own fears, sometimes we don't practice what we preach. So So everything is better when we relax. It is. It really is. Whether it's having a baby or stopping Mm. at the end of a zip line. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and on the zip lines, we went with a group of... Fun people. Yeah, 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 really fun people. And one of the couples was telling us about their helicopter ride that they went on. And it got us pretty excited about it. So we kind of had that in the back of our minds. Right. And on the Because that is something you would always wanted to do. Yeah. And you mentioned it when we first knew we were going to come here. Yeah. I mean, I love... Obviously, I've been in a plane a lot of times. I've jumped out of a plane. But a helicopter, I've always thought, would be different because you get more of an unadulterated view because you're right next to the little window there. And just the way a helicopter moves, I thought would right. be so fun. And then in Maui, with these beautiful scenes and the sea cliffs, I just thought that would be spectacular. Right, right. So we are driving home from the, or back to our place from zip lining and I decided I really wanted a cold brew so we stop off at one place and we've learned that in Maui when a place says it's open that does not always mean that it's open Mm -hmm. (laughs) right people kind of flit in and flit out whenever they want if it's supposed to open at 9 a.m they may get there at 11 (laughs) (laughs) yeah island time for sure right and if it says they're gonna close at 5 they may have closed at 3 (laughs) 30 yeah mahalo yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so we're driving back we found another coffee shop that was at this kind of touristy mall kind of touristy it was way uppity uppity touristy oh yeah wasn't it yeah yeah gucci and and tommy bahamas and oh yeah louis vuitton yes Yes. and we got my thousand dollar cup of cold brew (laughs) (laughs) which they wouldn't so at the cold brew place because you had to pay like six dollars for every 30 minutes of parking right? yeah and they wouldn't give us a stamp or validation for our parking mm-hmm. because we only bought one coffee i know right yeah right, right. yeah because that wasn't enough but yeah anyways after i got the coffee we were walking by this little kiosk a little concierge yeah and um saw some helicopter rides right and so we said hey brad can you tell us about your helicopter rides mm-hmm. so he real quickly put his phone down yeah <laughs> and whipped out a few brochures and said well if it was my friend or family i would have them go on air maui yeah go so. to molokai and look at the sea cliffs and See where Jurassic Park was filmed. And land on some people's private property, right down the water. Yes. Yeah, we we signed up for it. Yeah, cash money down. And so, anyways, (laughs) we're very excited. And this was going to be like a day later, right? Or something like that? Yeah, the next day. So then that day, oh, and he told us, he was like, be sure to wear all black oh, right. so that it's not reflective. I thought that was like a safety thing for the right. pilot. That I was, didn't get it either. Yeah, I didn't know what he meant. 
So then the following day, we're so excited. We get up or the flight was in the afternoon. So we had a fun beach day and we get going to the helicopter up to the airport and we're all like dressed in black, like head to toe. And I remember I was thinking, I don't know if I'm gonna need any money, but they told us only bring what you can put into your pockets. So I had my cell phone and I took a hundred dollar bill and I put it in the tiny hidden pocket of my back, like waistband of my right. leggings. Yeah. And I had this thought right as I put it in there, I'm going to forget this. You know, there's so many moments in life where you hear that little voice in your head tell you something you really should listen to it you should yeah after 40 years of marriage i'm i'm almost convincing mark to listen to his because i always ask him did you have a little small voice whisper in your ear and you didn't tell me you had a warning yeah so so, so we show up in black yeah but nobody else in our group is all black no like, we're like tommy is, bahama hawaiian shirts yeah and, uh, that one lady was solid white yeah like Complete opposite of what we're supposed to wear. And she's got this huge Louis Vuitton tote bag with her. We were like, dude, did not everyone get the same instructions that we right, got? Right. So lo and behold, we get our little training, we get our little life vest. We're going out, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, so excited. Go out to the launch pad. It's so windy, it's like lifting you off the ground, uh, just standing there. And we pile into the helicopter. There was the pilot, two people in the front seat, and then four of us in the back. back and the takeoff was so gentle. It yeah. reminded me of being in the hot air balloon. Yeah. It was just so easy. It was like, oh, there was kind of lifted straight yeah. up. Yeah. And he kind of tilted. We flew straight out over the coastline. We could see these parasailers. And he was so funny. He was, the pilot was saying how you could see hammerhead sharks and stuff <laughs> yeah. from the, the, air, the helicopter. And uh, um, stingrays and... Oh, yeah. Turtles, uh, turtles and goats when we got over by the mountains. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. I don't think so. And but we could see parasailers. Yeah. And I will say we had to wear our masks in the helicopter. So they told us, put the mask on first then put the headphones on, and then I had sunglasses on. So everything's, right. like, locked in there tight. Right, because these are and really tight headphones yeah. because it's super loud in the uh, helicopter. <laughs> so <laughs> then we, we're, like, 10, 15 minutes in, and we're getting to Molokai. Oh, wait, let's go back. We, I immediately found out why you're supposed to wear black. Oh, yeah. Because the man in front of us next to the window had on this lime green and pink shirt. Mm -hmm. And it reflected off of the glass on the door. Yeah. And so I was looking at a view through pink and green through his shirt. So ridiculous. Very ridiculous. Anyways, if you go on a helicopter, wear black. Yes. Uh, So then we pull into the cliffs, like this canyon. It was green and trees. And there were some that were like a light green or white. Maybe they were plumerias that didn't have like a lot of leaves, but just a ton of blossoms. Right. Maybe. But it was stunning. They say the mountain weeps, tears. Yeah. And it was just like the water just like comes out everywhere. Yeah. There were like... 3,000 foot cliffs that were all super lush green. And I guess it's the, didn't he say it was the rainiest place in the world? I think so. But yeah. so many places say that. <laughs> anyway, so it was maybe, very rainy. Maybe it was the rainiest sea cliffs in the world maybe. or something. Who but knows? 
I will say elsewhere beyond Malachi was sunny and maybe partly cloudy, but on Molokai, where we were in the helicopter, we were under this huge gray cloud, and it felt like in moments the helicopter propeller felt like it was hitting the cloud. It would get to a point where you're like, ah, the pilot's not controlling the (laughs) helicopter right now. It was pretty pretty scary, and he would kind of come in to the U-shaped kind of cliff, and we'd look at the different waterfalls and kind of rotate a little bit, and you could uh, definitely feel the gusts of wind oh that yeah lifted the helicopter yeah, yeah it was like, pretty crazy feeling right. moved in every direction and then i have never experienced this before but i think it was almost a 360 view in the helicopter yeah. and then all of the different movements my equilibrium was totally thrown and by the time we got into this little canyon i was thinking oh my goodness i think i might throw up and just about then he says everybody okay yeah and, and we I all kind of thumbs up yeah and i was in my head telling myself i'm gonna be okay i'm gonna be okay i'm gonna swallow this down it's gonna be fine and i started to get that like taste in my mouth that like oh shoot this is coming up this is coming up yeah and Thank God I had only had a cold brew before this, like a couple hours prior. I didn't even drink like a ton of water because I didn't want to have to use a bathroom in the helicopter. So as we're turning around out of this little canyon, I just lose it and just like throw up into my mask. And then I'm like, I'm like feverishly trying to like rip off the And then you like snorted it too. Oh yeah. Oh, it was terrible. Like up my nose, stomach bile. Like it was so bad. I'm like ripping off the mask and the mask is disgusting. And and then they tell us, oh, there's bags in the back. Yeah, because I'm like hitting the the pilot on the shoulder. (laughs) Where yeah, I need a bag. I need a Kleenex. Yeah. I need. And there was like nothing. nothing. He was like, "Oh, in the back of the seat. In the back of the seat. We got a bag, but nothing else. No napkin. Right. There were empty containers. Other people had used like wet wipes before. Yeah. And then left the wrapper in yeah. the package or in the door pocket, and oh, that's all my it goodness. was. So I'm like losing it, just like heaving. And thank God no one in the, in the helicopter was freaking out. Cause right. I think no one could hear. There was like, right. Maliki Maka, la 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 yeah. la, not yeah, playing yeah, in yeah. everyone's headphones as right, we're right. like <laughs> looking at the sea cliffs. And right. anyways. Yeah, I, I don't even think they knew you had thrown up. Yeah, I don't think so. And then when the pilot finally tossed back this nasty mechanical microfiber towel that was- That's like, supposed to be yellow, but it was more yeah. black than yeah, yellow. Yeah, like Lord knows what that was used on. But at this point, I had bile up my nose, and I was like, I can't even think about this. I just got to, like, clean my face off. Right. And we end up leaving that little canyon. We fly around the coast. It's the most insane views. Otherworldly. Right. And then we pull up to the little sea cliff where we were going to land. Right, and I'm thinking this whole time, okay, as soon as we land, we can get some water. She can get her mouth rinsed out, get her feeling yeah. better. Because yeah. Bradley, our salesman, oh. had told us that when we... <laughs> land that we would be offered champagne or wine or you know some little bubbly or something that you know we would you know like and I'm thinking well you know I don't drink alcohol but maybe they'll have water right so we land and yeah Yeah, they didn't even have water nothing so I kind of trained to clean up a little bit and also my equilibrium was still off even just standing it felt better but I could just tell it was like my brain was off which mind you this has never 
never happened to me. Like I go on crazy roller coasters. I love the feeling of falling. I love adrenaline. We had just done zip lines the day before. Like right. I've been on boats. I've just never had this. So I yeah. wasn't even expecting it. And it turns out other people were totally prepared and had the little wristbands that hit your pressure points on your wrist right. to uh, help prevent nausea. And that view though was yeah. insane. Where there we were, landed. Yeah. That was yeah, incredible. It was like a little grassy knoll and there were two houses on that property. And then up on like a cliff next to us was this huge mansion. And looking out at the water and the waves, it was bright turquoise blue and huge 10 foot waves. I mean, they were huge, they were huge, huge waves crashing in towards us. And then a little bit later, a bright rainbow yeah. showed up, which was really a gift. That was so pretty. Yeah. And so we were still able to enjoy that, even though you were <laughs> wobbly. Yes. <laughs> Had already thrown up like 20 times. Right. So then there we, were coconut trees there. And we oh, got to yeah. See the coconuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we piled back in the helicopter. And the second we got up, mind you, I've already thrown up everything in me, which was just like a few sips of cold brew. So thank God I hadn't eaten a lot before because I probably would have choked on it. Right, and no mask by that time. Yeah, at this point it was just like, forget that. Yeah. So as we went up, I continued to just dry heave the rest of the flight, which was great. But then after we landed, we got into the car and we're headed to, to go get something somewhere to maybe make me feel better. And I laid down in the car for 15 minutes while you ran into, there's mm -hmm. this organic natural market called down to earth and it was so like a little oasis in yes this it was it was nice barren area but my mom got a remedy which really right helped. i went there and i'm reading all these remedies for motion sickness and there was this one uh helps um for motion sickness that is relieved by lying down which is what That's i was it. doing yeah. so yeah so she got that then after my like little nap there I felt like a lot better and then had like the best dried mango and coconut water yes from that little market and that really revived me and then we drove a little bit more and found one of those abc tourist shops and they had those little bracelets so i right. got those and that all helped and yeah within it was about a half hour i was right. back to normal right um, so the point is don't let it ruin your day you know, oh yeah though, yeah yeah oh and then we ended up getting the video of the whole trip for free right so we got to relive it and that was fun you know i got to go to down to earth and have the delicious best dried mango i've ever had and, and coconut oh water. and i bought some passion fruit there oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. had a lot of local i bought a local orange and we just got to see some of the local food because we had tried a lot of the farmers markets mm -hmm. to find some of the local fruit and it they weren't stocked well it seemed like maybe mm. the farmers were not farming as much here but when we got home that night I took a shower and was cleaning up and my mom threw all my clothes that I'd thrown up on into the right. wash and then around 11:30, it dawns on me oh my money so I come running into the laundry room area I'm like I laundered money I laundered money <laughs> I pulled out my hundred dollar bill and it was thankfully still intact yes, still there so, still there that was our our fun journey of the helicopter and then the following day 
we were gonna go snorkeling. Yes. But there were two earthquakes on the other island, like okay. the big island, and I kind of think maybe that was why it was so choppy. I don't know. That's I don't my know. thought. But the but, water was just white caps everywhere. Yeah. And it was it's such a dramatic difference today. We're looking it's out so, on the water and it's so. just smooth as glass. Yeah. But it was so choppy that they canceled. But we ended up going down to Wailea Beach and we had the boogie board. Yeah. And I was only five feet out there and I was kind of thinking, you know, it's probably better that we're not snorkeling because I'm not scared of many things, but being out in the deep, big blue sea, I'm horrified. Okay. <laughs> and so there was that and I had just, you know, had my motion sickness thing. So I was thinking, you know, it's probably better that we're not spending you know an hour on a boat ride but i'm by the beach mom's right next to me we're like floating in the waves yeah we we're not very far out yeah no we had done all like Maybe body surfing and out. like yeah yeah the you could like touch the sand with your right. feet it wasn't that deep and the water was so clear turquoise just beautiful and since I'm kind of scared of the ocean and what's below me, I'm always looking down. <laughs> and I was floating on the little boogie board and went to go like touch down on the sand to kind of like lift off. And right when I did that, I looked down and there was a turtle. <laughs> the turtle was five feet in diameter. It looked like a prehistoric creature. It was the biggest thing I've ever seen. And I almost kicked the shell. What is it doing right here next to the shore? I felt like even though we didn't go snorkeling, yes, I got to see the sea turtle. Yes. And yeah, it was so crazy because their mom was like right next to me. And then this father and son were also right next to me. And I was the only one that got to see it. Right. But I it was, was looking the wrong way and they moved so fast. and <laughs> Which is funny because that was weird to me. I, you know, seeing it. It kind of blended in with the sand, except well, the arms I kind of and the legs. A shadow, so I did, but yeah. I really didn't see the detail of it. Yeah, the yeah. arms and the legs were darker, and it was just so big. But what was jarring was how fast it was moving. Because <laughs> turtles on land, when I normally see them, are not moving fast. But it was barreling. Anyways, I guess going back to the question, though. Right. We could say, what do you do when everything goes wrong? Well, then, like you said before, remembering that there's a reason for everything. And so kind of sit back and take a deep breath, like, okay, how do we make the best of this? Or what do I do? That's what Mm -hmm. I always ask myself. I remember the first time that I was told I had cancer. And my question for the doctor was, well, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, when things are, are not going the way you think, Mm. then what's the next direction? Yeah, assess your needs and consider what's most important, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously things changed. And I think, yeah, if you have, we're, we're talking about this from the perspective of believing that everything happens for a reason. So if you miss out on your plan A and you end up going to plan B or plan C, I think we can choose to be thankful that we're on plan B and not on plan A because somehow we may have missed something in mm-hmm. plan A that we weren't supposed to do and so we can be thankful. Right. For and that. I can't think of an exact example right now, but I know there have been times that I have pushed to make plan A happen when it was mm. clearer that it shouldn't have. Mm. And then it ends up being a mess. Mm. You know? Mm. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I had graduated college, I 
thought I was going to move to London and I got so far as to almost buying the ticket like three times and that was one of those moments where I'm pretty decisive in general and after the third time of going to try to buy the ticket and feeling like just uneasy about it it was like okay I guess I'm not supposed to live in London and sure enough just days later I ended up getting a job offer from Calvin Klein and stayed in New York City and that led to me meeting Ryan and getting married and all of those things so plans can change if you believe everything happens for a reason then when it doesn't go according to our plan then maybe that's a good thing so maintain composure stay relaxed assess your needs make a new plan and choose to be thankful for plan yes, B. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I was talking with somebody recently who was struggling with some stuff. And I asked her, do you have a gratitude journal? Mm. And she's like, what? And I said, yeah, a gratitude journal mm. where every day you write down something that you're thankful for. Mm-hmm. And it does, it can change your perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ryan and I, when we first got married, we had this little jar that sat on our end table that every Sunday afternoon when we just had some quiet time, we would write down a few things we were thankful for and put it on a piece of paper in the jar. And it was just helpful to anytime we were having a rough moment to go back and look at it and read different areas where we were thankful for blessings and it just helps you focus on the good things and gives you encouragement for the present struggle yeah we recently uh, have been going through things in our house and thinning out things and we found our gratitude jar from 2017 wow so we're gonna go through that soon that's cool and read that will be fun yeah see what we were grateful for back then and just to look back at how our life has changed you know in just four years Mm. thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode as i reflect on this further i just think about how hard it is for me to really be thankful when everything goes wrong So I challenge you to do that today. Think about what are you thankful for when things have gone wrong in your life or the plans have changed or even just think about in general as you woke up today, what are you thankful for? We would love to hear your thoughts. So please email us what you're thankful for or questions that you'd like us to respond to at our email address, which is idkask. M-Y-M-O-M-K-T at gmail.com. Have a great day.